Welcome to episode three of Continuous Quality Compliance. Today I'm talking about organizational values and why they are important, both for you as the owner and for your staff to understand and all of the organization in them. Organizational values describe the core ethics or principles which the company will abide by no matter what. They inspire employees' best efforts and constrain their actions. Over time, they will improve the organization's ethical character as expressed in its operations and culture. Our values are important because they help us to grow and develop. They help us to create the future we want to experience. Every individual and every organization is involved in making hundreds of decisions every day. The decisions we make reflect our values and beliefs, and they are always directed towards a specific purpose. That purpose is the satisfaction of our individual or collective organizational needs. There are four types of values that we find in an organizational setting. These are individual values, relationship values, organizational values, and societal values. The Barrett Value Center says, individual values are those that reflect how you show up in your life and your specific needs. The principles you live by and what you consider important for your self-interest. Individual values include enthusiasm, creativity, humility, and person fulfillment. Relationship values are those that reflect how you relate to other people in your life, be they friends, family, or colleagues in your organization. Relationship values include openness, trust, generosity, and caring. Organizational values, they reflect how your organization shows up and operates in the world. Organizational values include financial growth, uh, teamwork, productivity, and the strategic alliances that an organization has. Societal values, they are the ones that reflect how you or your organization relates to society as a whole, to your community. Societal values include future generations, environmental awareness, ecology, and sustainability is what we call corporate social responsibility and that is really important for every business minor that i recycle and i buy less plastic and clothes i purchase refills so i reuse containers it's both a corporate social responsibility but it's also a personal value because i want to leave the planet in a good a position as i can as I can by doing what I can uh, to do my little bit. I work from home, so all these reflect on my business too. So it's not just for my home, it impacts on my immediate environment, my community and my city that I work in. Corporate social responsibility is important for all organizations and how you display CSR, as it's commonly known, will depend on your values. Values are part of your unique organization identity your staff and your clients 
will also have their own values, which influence their behavior. The greater the alignment between their personal and your organization values, and the greater the alignment between your people's values, the greater the rapport, loyalty, and commitment people will have to your organization and its success. A great example of how your values and the people who you know in other organizations values helps is I have other organizations who have complementary skills to me and we cross-refer clients to each other. And the reason we do this is because we have similar values and our values align with each other. In a later episode, I will talk about values-based recruitment. What that does is helps you with staff engagement and it also reduces turnover of staff. The thing to remember is the way your staff and you behave towards clients is how the public will perceive the culture of your organization. A good example of this is uh, I went to a garage to have my tires changed. They said good morning. They addressed me politely. They had a side room which was warm with a television in it. There was a drinks machine. They had toilets. Now this was all important because I was there for an hour and a half. I had no way to get back home. So I was basically stuck there. I would have been really awful if I was sitting in a cold, dingy garage with no entertainment and nothing to do. I mean, I had gone prepared. I'd taken some work with me, but not everybody would have thought of that. The thing is, because of the way they treated me and the, the great customer service they gave me, it means I would use them again if I had to have my tires changed or if I had to have an MOT done. And the other thing they'd done had they put a cover on the seat so my car remained pristine. See, all those little things matter to people. So what are the key attributes of values-led businesses? They are good at what they do. They also see values as a major motivator for staff. The thing is, values motivate and tell a story both internally and to the outside world. And that's why knowing what your value is and making sure your staff understand what it is, is so, so important. And your, your value should show that you are open and trustworthy. Duty of candor is a key criteria of the CQC. And that's about being transparent when things go wrong. What's important is that you have clear processes in place which ensure that values are the basis of a shared purpose, which is understood and transmitted throughout the business. Values should place a clear expectation on staff as to how they relate to each other, to suppliers and to clients. Research shows that poor company culture costs the UK economy billions of pounds. The Breathe Culture Economy report states that culture is just as important as business strategy. Integrating culture into business strategy is key. And if you do that starting from day one, means you can have the kind of culture you want rather than the one that grows organically and may not be the type of culture you actually want. So ask yourself honestly, is your workplace somewhere that you would choose to show up to? Somewhere you would bring your whole self to? Somewhere 
that would inspire you to go beyond the call of duty? Does it offer a supportive community and an overarching purpose? Now, put yourself in the shoes of your employees. What would they say about your business culture? If you don't have employees yet, what would you want future employees to say? When I spoke last week about purpose and vision, I spoke about engaged and disengaged organisations. Values help you to have an engaged organisation with a great culture where everyone brings in their whole self to work. According to Edgar Shane, organisations do not adapt to culture in a single day. Instead, it is formed over time, adapting to the external environment. Those within the organisation form from their past experiences and start practising it every day, thus forming the culture of the workplace. And then what happens is the new employees also strive hard to adjust to the new culture and fit in. If you have a great culture, that's brilliant. But if you have a not a very nice culture, the new employee will fall into learning the culture that isn't the really great culture in your business. So that's why it's really important to know and analyze what the culture is like. Shane believed that there are three levels uh, in an organization's culture. He says, level one is the mission statement and the visible documents that you see. Level two is those shown up in operations and surveys. And level three is the unspoken, taken for granted assumptions of the organization. So good culture stamps from its leadership, having a clear idea of what they want from people. Clarity of role and expectations is critical to individual success and to the success of the organization. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review the podcast. Do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes.